0: girlfriend. I'm so excited you're here. It's Katie Coverline, also known as KK. First off, um, I hope you can relate. I am a hot mess mom, (laughs) a wife who's trying to keep Jesus in the center of her marriage and also a top earner in network marketing. So I love to talk about business and goals because hi, hello, that's what we're here for. We're here to grow. But also one of my favorite ways to grow is to dive into the word. It's to dive into scripture because there are so many surface level solutions in today's world. And sometimes we just need to run to the word and find our answers there so i'm so happy you're here and enjoy today's episode hello oh my goodness can we just say that i have this big fancy microphone and equipment for a podcast and i'm like oh i don't think i need any of that girl i'm just gonna record for my iphone because that is when i am in my element Okay, we are going to talk about bringing some biblical confidence, some biblical wisdom, and some Joseph up in here today. Um, And in my notes on my iPhone, I am a notes person. I like to, I will just ramble on all about life and business if I don't have a structure of what I'm going to talk about. Um, The first thing I want to talk about is training our minds to make a choice to constantly think like Christ and to understand that the same Holy Spirit that led Jesus here on earth millions of years ago is the same Holy Spirit that we have in our hearts today for everything, for parenting, for relationships, for learning to set boundaries and have control in our thoughts. And I think I'm all in my feels today because one, I finished the book by Jeannie Allen. It's called How to Stop the spiral of toxic thoughts literally one of the best books i've ever read and i was in tears i'm not kidding like it was about 7:30 this morning my daughter was eating breakfast i was finishing that book and i was in tears with how it ended because it was just talking about like how much you guys i think the generation we live in like we are so it's so easy to Run to social media. It's so easy to run to the liquor store and grab some Bud Light seltzers. It's so easy to run to all of these things that are surface level and temporary fulfillment and happiness. And it ends up making us starving. For the word. Like when we constantly are not running to our creator and we learn to just make it a habit to like run to these other things. Like, okay, I have some time to myself. I'm just going to get on Instagram before you know it. You're looking at someone's life who you don't even know you'll never meet. And you're comparing her kitchen to your kitchen. You're comparing her perfect relationship and her, her pictures done in her recent travel with her vacation. And you've been stuck in your house, quarantine with your kids. You're about to lose your mind. Do you see the desperation in that? Do you see how when we constantly look for surface level things, we end up starving at the end of the day, you guys? And that that book, first off, I highly suggest it. But it was talking about like it only takes ten minutes for a thought to like spiral out. Like when you tell yourself. Okay, I'm never going to get here. It's never going to happen. It's just looked like this my whole life. I'm never going to break this generational curse. It takes 10 minutes tops for your mind to just like validate everything you just said. 10 minutes, girl, like that is that is how God created our brains and wired just the psychology in us to work like that. But you know what? You know what's beautiful? It also takes just 10 minutes for you to tell yourself, "I'm beautiful. I'm equipped for Everything God has in store for me to do here on this earth. I am healthy. I am successful. Those are my three go to's because I've said that every day for six years. I'm healthy. I'm beautiful. I'm successful. Literally read that out loud to myself every day. But it only takes 10 minutes for your mind to validate and believe that as well. And that book, you guys had me all up in my feels this morning because I never want to run to surface level things when I'm struggling. When I feel like, you know, a big part of my life that has shifted the last three years is I don't entertain gossip. Um, I've really cut back on like reality TV. Okay, girl, I like The Bachelor. Monday nights are my jam and a little Bachelor in Paradise, but that's about as reality as I get. Because when you get stuck in these Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and you constantly watch these shows. All these women do is gossip, drink, and like try to heal their problems by talking badly about other people. And I'm like, I don't want my life to look like that when I'm 40. I want to be in my purpose. I want to have, you know, three or four books available for people to purchase at Barnes & Noble that that's going to en- enhance their heart and change their life. I want to be able to have a microphone in a stage where I'm showing women, like how to get over imposter syndrome. I have so many goals in this life that I want to create for myself. And none of that is going to come from like trying to hide from my blessings, trying to run away from the discomfort, trying to, you know, run away from, God's word. And sometimes I think in today's society, it's so easy to just run away. Okay, we don't feel good. Let's go to the gym. Girl, I'm in the gym four days a week, but none of that brings healing to my heart. Can I tell you that? It brings healing when I'm like, "Ooh, I'm feeling good. My jeans are looser, but it's not the healing I need to become the woman that I'm called to become. And as I was listening to church today, um, it was about Joseph and we're going to touch on Joseph for about three minutes. So just be patient because I need you to understand that being obedient to your mission, being obedient to God, serving others, no matter how bad people treat you, no matter what was said about you, what was done about you, or how many people think that you are crazy for pursuing what you're pursuing. We're going to talk about Joseph for just a second. I need to take a sip of my water. So first thing, if you don't know the story of Joseph, just to tie it up a little bit, um, he was a shepherd. Like, he watched over sheep. He had lots of brothers. And in the beginning, like, he was very faithful over that, that little mission he had to be a shepherd. And in the beginning, you know, he was the only one out of his brothers that took care of the sheep. And he went and told his dad, like, hey, dad, like, I'm the only one taking care of these sheep. The brothers aren't really doing anything. Joseph was a big dreamer, okay, which also ticked his brothers off. Do you have anyone in your life that kind of makes you feel dumb or dumbfounded for dreaming big, wanting more? Fill you on that, boo. And um, Joseph's brothers ended up throwing him in a pit, plotting how they were going to kill him. But then they were like, oh, let's not kill him. Let's sell him as a slave. So not only was he obedient when he was young in his mission, but his brothers tried to kill him, okay? And first off, do you know how hard it is for me to like replay a Bible story that happened millions of years ago? (laughs) Sometimes I feel like my message is not getting across, but we're going to just stay through. Okay. So his brothers decided, hey, we're going to sell him as a slave. So he ended up being sold in slavery. I think it was for 10 to 20 years in Egypt, was a slave. And then was wrongly accused of something. So false accusations, have that ever happened to you? Where someone does you wrong or someone says something about you and you know it's not true, but your whole life mission for those next 14 days, 21 days, you are just set to let that person know that they did you wrong and what they said is not true. Can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about how Joseph was wrongly accused and thrown in prison, y'all? So some of, some of us, we're just wrongly accused over a little comment over something about something stupid. And we just sit in that and that's all we dwell and talk about. Joseph was literally thrown in jail. He was thrown in jail, y'all, for something he didn't do. While he was in jail... I hope this is coming full circle because it's about to get real deep. While he was in jail, first off, if all of these things happened to you, if your family tried to kill you, if you were thrown in a pit and then sold to be a slave and then now in prison for something you didn't do, what what would you be talking to everyone about? God, that'd probably be the last thing I'd be talking about. I mean, sheesh, like one wrong thing goes wrong in my day and that's all that I want to complain about. Joseph was imprisoned. While he was in prison, there was two people there. And I think this is found in Genesis, but there was like a baker and someone else. And anyways, Joseph, back in the day, like back in Bible times, like the way Jesus talked to people was done through dreams, which is so wild. I mean, he talked to people through all sorts of ways, burning bushes, um, you know, but dreams was a way that God like interpreted things to people. And Joseph was really good at interpreting people's dreams. So long story short, there was these two people imprisoned with Joseph, okay? One of them was a, I think he was a baker. And Joseph was able to interpret his dream. And he said, hey, this is my gift. I can interpret your dream. You are going to be saved by Pharaoh. And he's going to come in here and you're going to be rescued. And like, you're going to live an incredible life. But he also told the baker like, hey, this is going to happen. But please don't forget me. Don't forget me. Okay. What, what ended up happening? The baker got saved. Pharaoh came and got him. He was, you know, taken away from prison. He lived this great life, but he forgot about Joseph. It literally says in the Bible, he forgot about Joseph. And two years later, so two more years, Joseph was in prison for two more years after this baker guy left, after he proclaimed, Hey, you're going to be saved by Pharaoh, but please don't forget me. Two years go by. Has anyone ever done you dirty? And you are so disappointed in that they, come on, do you you understand what I'm saying right here? Joseph was told someone what was going to happen and it happened. He forgot about him. Two years go by. Okay. So the baker's working for Pharaoh. Pharaoh has a dream and he's so mad because he can't interpret it. Guess what? Two years go by and the baker says, oh my gosh, I know someone who can interpret your dreams. I forgot about him. But I know someone. We need to go get him out of the prison. Long story short, if you end up reading the Bible, you know that Joseph, he started out with his brothers trying to kill him. He started out being thrown into slavery, being imprisoned. Two years go by out of obedience. Gets released out of prison to interpret Pharaoh's dream. You guys, Joseph went on to be God or Jesus' earthly father. Like, can we just have a second here to say that No matter what you're going through, no matter how many hard battles you're facing, maybe people are talking about you. Maybe you feel like you're getting thrown in a pit. Maybe you feel like you've been wrongfully accused of something and it didn't even happen that way, but you know in your heart, like your mission is to not prove yourself. That's one of my favorite things about the Bible, y'all, is Jesus didn't feel the need to prove himself to anyone. And that gets me hype because in today's world, we feel like we got to prove our success. We feel like we got to prove while we're doing this. We got to prove while we're here. And Jesus was like, I'm about to perform miracles. And some of y'all can't be in this room because like the vibes are bad. I mean, that's not how they talked back then, but like Jesus didn't feel the need to perform miracles. To prove who he was. And there are stories in the Bible where like he literally made people like leave the room to perform miracles because like he knew how important it was, like who could see those miracles. And just, I want you to close your eyes for a second and just understand that there is so much purpose to every season you're in probably something I repeat a lot. There's so much purpose to every season you're in, but here's the most beautiful part. When you continue to serve God, when you continue to just be obedient and you continue to not live in that victim mode, but to say, you know what? I don't know why this is happening, but there's purpose. God's going to use this for my greater good. You're going to have your Pharaoh moment. You're going to have your moment where you stayed obedient and you get pulled out of a situation that tried to bring you down and you end up living. I mean, just Joseph was, a, a. I mean, you guys were, were talking about him today millions of years ago. This is what happened to his life. And just the fact that we look back at all of these people God used in the Bible, like he used them in such incredible ways. But y'all, they were faced with like torture. Some of these people got their heads chopped off. Some of these people, like they didn't, they, they went through some torturous things. And here we are and we can't handle what a backlash comment We can't handle someone in our family not supporting us. Like we need to check our roots real quick and understand that when we are here to serve and you are called to do something bigger, and I understand everyone has different gifts. We are all called to do different things. But I know for my purpose and what I'm called for in this season, there is backlash. There is people who think I'm crazy. There are people who don't get it, but guess what? That's not my mission. I am not here to you know, proclaim that I think my profession and everything I do and my purpose here is the best. I lock arms with the women who get it and I don't think twice about the ones who don't. So as you are building your business and as you are just living your everyday life, I want you to let go. Of the hurtful things people have said about you, I want you to let go and just release and understand that there is purpose to your obedience. And you are gonna have your moment where you're like, wow, I'm so grateful in that season of hurt. I chose to get up every day and be obedient to God. I chose to wake up. It's so hard for me to not pretend like I'm on my team page right now and talk about my business, but because that's what I'm always doing. I'm always like preaching to my team page, but I need you to be obedient to your mission, babe. I need you to be obedient to your purpose because there are going to be people who trailblaze behind you and you pave that path for them to be bolder. So I hope this message came out great and I love you guys and I hope this is a great start to your week. Goodbye.